Welcome to Anticdotes, a podcast where we hear from aunts who are making a difference in their nieces and nephews' lives and who are learning life lessons along the way. Hear new ideas about how you can connect with your nieces and nephews and become the favorite aunt. I'm your host, Heidi Fry. Today, I'm excited to have life purpose coach and teacher Naomi Geidel join us on Anticdotes. Naomi is a teacher and creative creature who loves to support others live out their creative purpose. She loves adventure and currently lives in Bangkok, Thailand. Naomi adores her seven nieces and two nephews and cherishes these relationships as a childless, not-by-choice single. So thank you so much, Naomi, for joining us on Anticdotes today. Thanks so much for having me. One of the things I think that makes you a cool aunt is your courage to make a major career transition and move to another country. Could you share a little more about your journey? This is actually the third country I've moved to. Um, Currently, I'm in Bangkok, Thailand. I've been here about three years, and I've also lived in Jakarta, Indonesia, and in Japan for a year. So that journey was just an open door that I took, and so I'm hoping that my nieces and nephews will see that anything is possible and to go (laughs) where the road leads. Uh, it sounds like a wonderful adventure, and you're much braver than I am. So I, I love, I love it. Can't wait to hear more. You have seven nieces and two nephews from eight months to 21 years old. Could you share more about what it means to you to be an aunt? I love being an aunt to these little friends of mine, and I think what it means to me is just having like the opportunity to speak into the lives of other people. I'm single, so I don't have any children. And so this is kind of like a space and place for me to kind of share with them life lessons (laughs) or um, just love and acceptance in a new way that maybe, you know, is different from a parental love. And so I think being an aunt really gives me the opportunity to show up in a different way for them so they can feel seen and heard in what they're doing in life. I love that, what you said about being seen and heard, because I think sometimes adults ignore children, but I think ants really pay attention. So yeah. What are some of your special memories with your nieces and nephews? I have a few. So When they turn 12, I take them on like a three-day, two-night kind of trip. And it's kind of fun to like, you know, be like, okay, your birthday is coming up. What do you want to do? And then they'll be like, I don't know, because they all have siblings. And so it's like a group effort (laughs) to make (laughs) decisions or maybe they don't even get the decision. But with this trip, they get to kind of explore different ideas of where they want to go and what they want to do. And then we plan it around that. Um, And so I think that's kind of been some sweet memories with them. I have four more to go, but the ones that I have had, it's just been really special time with them one-on-one time where I'm not having to try to 
give each of them different attention when their siblings are around, but it's just us and we get to have kind of some more maybe deeper conversations, you know, or just special moments with just the two of us. So that's sweet memories for me. So neat. And so do they ever pick out a place that's surprising to you or how does that work? Um, not too much. Like we try to keep it within a reasonable driving range just so we're not wasting so much time. I'm not the rich aunt where I can fly them anywhere (laughs) yet. (laughs) So it's within driving distance, but like we've done like the great wolf lodge, one of them, we went to a tiny house on a goat farm and then we went to like a national park and just kind of did stuff around there. You know, the other one was more city girl, so we got to do stuff there. So it really is just fun to see what they choose to do and even give them an opportunity to do stuff that they maybe their parents wouldn't ever invest money in. (laughs) And so I like that I can give them that experience and that opportunity on their own. So, yeah, so nothing too surprising, but it's fun to see what they pick individually. Yeah, it sounds like they have a nice variety. And how you said, too, they don't have to depend on what their siblings or their parents want to do. It's their choice. So that's really fun. Yeah. What are some of the things you like to do with them? And how do you stay engaged with them? Yeah, so it is kind of tricky now that I live halfway around the world or on the other side of the world, really. So I think when I was living closer, I'm always the one to bring craft supplies or to take them to a craft store, like always having a project in mind that we can do. So I'm that kind of aunt. And then, or I clean out my, you know, craft stash and bring them stuff, which is really fun to see that they are creative and like to use that stuff. So that's how I like to spend time with them. Um, Even just playing games is a lot of what we do together when I do see them. So it is kind of limited just because I don't have extended amounts of time with them. So do you have any memorable craft projects, any that went really well, or did you have any that you kind of had to work through? (laughs) Yeah, I remember I went with my sister's family. It was some weekend somewhere. So we were in a hotel room. I was kind of babysitting the kids and we're on aunt duty. And we did like that nail art or, you know, like you nail nails into a piece of wood and then you string, I guess it's more string art, but you string, string around the nails to make a picture. And I did a lot of the nailing. <laughs> like that was not <laughs> age appropriate for the younger two, but it was just kind of fun because they got to pick out, you know, what animal they wanted to make. And then we just made it happen that way. So it's fun to like go to their room and see just like, the string art or like a canvas that we made together, you know, in different things that they still have. That's always fun to expose them to different things that they maybe wouldn't have before because their mom doesn't really like that kind of stuff. And so I can offer that to them. Yeah, it's really neat. I know that's one of my favorite things I used to do with my aunt is she always had so many neat arts and crafts projects and taught me how to do calligraphy and all that stuff. So uh, I just always think back to that because she was never like judgmental about what I was doing or anything. It was just, hey, we're having fun and learning new things. So I think that's really awesome that you're being able to share the crafts with them. Yeah, I love that. Those memories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how do you see yourself in them? And how does that help you connect with them? You know, we know all the kids are different (laughs) in a family. And so it's fun to kind of 
be like, oh, I I see myself in you as a second child, like some of those connections, or I see myself in you with more maybe a tender heart or, you know, more observant, even so much as like curly hair, like nobody in my family has curly hair, so I don't know how to deal with it. And so I can share that with my nieces that do of just how to manage the mess. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so I see that um, in them. And just, I guess I, a, a lot of them have a sense of adventure. And so since that's kind of my life, I like to kind of encourage that as well and not stifle that or maybe some other areas or people would, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> And what have you learned from your nieces and nephews? Oh, so much. I feel like, you know, we always can look at the next generation and be like, man, they are so more self-aware or so more loving, so more kind, so more accepting. And so I think that's a lot of what I'm learning from my nieces just because they are at an age where, you know, they're able to express themselves more and um, are coming into their own. And so I just... I admire their bravery, courage, confidence, whatever you want to call that, to just stand up for what they believe is right, even if it isn't, I don't want to say popular, but maybe might go a little bit against what they grew up in, if that makes sense. And so I admire that in them, that they'll fight for what they believe is right. It's fun to see them with that confidence and, you know, open-mindedness. That's great. Yeah. And what have you taught them and what do you think they value most about your relationship? It's hard to know what I've taught them, but I hope that um, some of the messages are just to follow your heart as far as what you believe is right, to be brave in your decisions, even though it may not be the popular choice. I hope that some things that they learned from me is just like, I don't know, I feel like I'm the crazy aunt, you know, like in a way that I can just get rough and tumble with them or just be goofy and not care, you know, where I feel like I'm sure some relationships between parents and kids are like that, but I don't know, maybe it feels different as the auntie. Yeah, like reflecting back and just like different seasons that I've been in, I just really hope that I can show them like, even when life is hard, you'll get through it, you'll learn from it. So keep pushing through it. And so that's what I want them to learn from me. Is there any advice you would like to give to other ants? Yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> um, it's, it's just a fun relationship in that it's a responsibility, but it's a fun responsibility as far as you just get to, you're not the parent, you know? And so you get to explore and be with them in a new and different way that I think is valuable to their development and growth. And I think, unfortunately, it's not always valued, but I do think it's very valuable to offer a new perspective to them. They have another person in the court that loves and supports them for who they are and what they do. And so I think that's pretty special. It is. I think being able to just have those relationships and not have sort of that 
wall up that a parent might have with, okay, I can't get like too silly sometimes where we can just, okay, I'm going to be totally silly right now or listening to them without judgment, things like that to just, you know, let them be who they are and not be like, hey, go clean up your room. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Are there any other stories or memories that you'd like to share about being an aunt? I love the moments that they still remind me that I'm their favorite aunt. (laughs) I do feel like maybe sad a bit or maybe guilty that I'm not closer to like do more life with them on the daily or, you know, whatever. Cause right now it is only once a year that I'm back, but I try to maintain those relationships as best as I can just through, you know, like right now with the older ones, I have social media. So we have that connection. And then also trying to explore other ways that I can continue to foster those relationships when I am living overseas. Cause you know, even adult relationships change, which then affect access to the younger ones, which is hard. And so trying to navigate what that looks like to maintain that relationship with them. And so that's been a little bit interesting and trying to figure out how best to do that. So even if that's writing letters, just to know that I still think of them and care about them and saw something, you know, on the streets that reminded me of them. I think just those little things that I can do to just show them love is pretty special. Yeah, it's interesting as they get older, how the relationships change. And I know I get a little bit worried now, like, oh, they're getting older. Are they going to want to spend as much time with me anymore? Are they going to call me or text me? Or are they going to be too busy? And I know every relationship is different, but just seeing like how how it evolves and changes. And, and like you said, access. Well, when they get older, they have a little easier access to reach out when they want to and that sort of thing. But yeah. Yeah. Anything else that you wanted to share? As aunts, I think that, or even uncles, I would like to see more fostering of those relationships from the parents as well, like the benefits of them and stuff. And I don't know how to express that or how to make that happen when maybe they haven't experienced that with an aunt or uncle in the past. But I do feel like we have insights into these kids in a new way that they could benefit from just because like that question before of what do you see in your nieces and nephews? That's the same with you. And it's like, well, I can bring insight to the parents on how that niece or nephew might be processing things. Cause I kind of process the same way. Sometimes you have, you know, the parents who are like extroverts and then they have an introverted child and they're like, what's wrong with her? Or like, they yes. get worried, like, uh, I'm the introverted child. I can tell you it's fine. It's just how how you are. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> so definitely. So always an interesting one, I think, to be able to give that perspective. And, yeah, I love your point about that. I think, you know, parents do get so busy, and this is a great opportunity to really use aunts and uncles to give some extra attention to the kids because I think, you know, it's a hard world, and I think there's – as many people supporting these kids as we can get, I think that is amazing. And it's never to take away from the parents or anything. It's just kind of like an added bonus for them to have an adult supporting them. And 
listening to them and, and seeing them and sometimes probably seeing some things too that maybe the parent doesn't see as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I agree. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on Anticdotes today. Yeah. Thanks so much. It was fun to talk. Thank you for listening to Anticdotes. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episodes and also join us on our Facebook group to talk with other ants. You can join that group at facebook.com slash groups slash anecdotes. That's spelled A-U-N-T-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email me at anecdotes at gmail.com.